Saturdays on the Coast on SEN, and we do it all thanks to our great mates at Robson Civil Projects. Grant Robson, the Managing Director. Greg Ferguson, the Resources Manager. Daniel Bosley, who plays off one in golf. Wow. He is absolutely amazing. Chris Dixon, who's the Marketing Manager, and we send a shout-out to all those guys celebrating their 60th anniversary. And also, McDonald Jones Homes. Start your dream home with McDonald Jones Homes. Buttes, we're going live to Brisbane to Lightning Luke King, one of our great mates. Lightning, good morning, mate. Ahoy, ahoy, boys. Uh, good to, to be on the show. Uh, how, how are you guys? Hey, we're well. Congratulations, uh, first of all, for you at Queensland Raceway. Back on the podium. Well, mate, I've got uh, – technically, I've got two home circuits now because I, I live in Brizzy and, and obviously Ipswich, Queensland Raceway was a, a home track and uh, we had Sydney – earlier uh, uh, the round before, and that was a podium for us as well. So the, the two home circuits are uh, doing well for us. So moment. this is the TCR Australia series. For some Correct. of our listeners that might not have followed your career, what's amazing about this is you've actually changed teams. Yeah, mate, we've uh, done a bit of uh, Danny Rick, I suppose. Uh, we've jumped from, from Audi to Hyundai, um, and uh, it's it's been good. We've gone from a quite a large organization to to a very small single car team and uh yeah reveling in uh just working closely with the guys and uh jason bright came and engineered me at queensland raceway and it was you know me and brighty on the engineering team and two really good guys in in the garage working on the car so we're probably the smallest crew in pit lane but um yeah easily one of the sharpest which uh yeah is is super rewarding so uh yeah really cool this season well the great man the motorsport aficionado michael buton has got the next question but butes he's far too humble isn't he i mean to change teams from audi to hyundai and keep getting the job done, keep finishing on the podium. Oh, it's phenomenal. Superb performance. Yeah, it certainly is. And, Luke, I just want to touch on, I've seen you on uh, Instagram and you're doing a fair bit of work in the simulation car. Just tell me how real that is in relation to, you know, being out on the track. Yeah, well, we, uh, well, actually, I should give a plug to our good sponsors, Track Racer, who have um, who have, have given us a sim this year. Um, so, yeah, full, full, uh, fully sponsored sim. Um, can you hear Steve going off in the background? He's yeah, well, going to have a sponsor plug. Yeah, you do more plugs than <laughs> we used to on Two GO. <laughs> have, have we got John Laws on the air? I'm not sure. More than, <laughs> more than, more, more than Robson Civil? I, I don't know about that. Robson gets a fair old yeah, run. Just um, repeat this after me valvely you know what i <laughs> <Yeah>. mean <laughs> i i can't do that because i'm sponsored by another oil brand that's a pertolina isn't it yeah <laughs> pertolina yeah correct <laughs> he's, he's all over it all over it how's that simulation going anyway uh it's going good mate it's going yeah. really good i actually um again the, the home track advantage i was able to sleep at home on the race weekend and um and jump on to the sim in between sessions so um probably the biggest thing with the sim is just that repetition and and the muscle memory of knowing where your brake markers are and just kind of you know getting into that zone and and that rhythm of of being out on track so um as as everyone probably knows it's super expensive to to get on track and you know the the team doesn't always have the resources to put me in the seat so um the simulator is the next best thing and there's a lot of smart engineers around the world who have developed the programs to run those simulators so they're uh they're as close as you'll probably ever get to driving a real race car in your living room. Uh, mate, the big news in Formula One, Daniel Ricciardo, um, 
mutual agreement, as it's been put in the – I call yeah. it I call it being sacked, but uh, you can call it either – we can call it a mutual agreement, but uh, no longer with McLaren, or he'll finish off the season anyway. But um, parting ways with McLaren now, there looks like there's a few opportunities for him, one being with Alpine, which is the, the former – Renault team, uh, which he was a yep. part of. So uh, interesting uh, the way that he is departing ways. And I've got to tell you, if I'm getting sacked, I wouldn't mind the 24-odd <laughs> million dollars that he's going to receive. And I'm sure you wouldn't mind it either, to be honest. Yeah, look, it's it's not a bad deal, mate. I definitely didn't get paid that much to leave out here <laughs> at the end of last year. If, uh, if I did, I probably would be uh, hanging out with Danny Rick. But, yeah. um, you know, look, he's he's in a good position he's, he's racing formula one like he's he's not probably where he where he wants to be but you know trying to keep it light-hearted i know there's a lot of of you know probably disappointed danny rick fans out there but i think he he will find a, a spot on the grid and i don't really know if he was quite that happy at mclaren anyway um i've got a um a bit of a theory that there there could be a bit of con 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 convolution con Convoluting between um, between Danny Rick, Mark Webber, who is Oscar Piastri's manager, and Fernando Alonso, who is really good friends with Mark Webber. Mm. Um, what kicked this all off was Alonso left Alpine to go to Aston Martin with absolutely no uh, warning. I think Alpine thought they had him signed and sealed, which was keeping Piastri on the on the back burner for another year. Piastri was, you know, kind of getting the shits with that and, and looking for other options. Um, and, you know, to, to cut a long story short, I reckon uh, Fernando might have let his mate Mark Webber know about that. And then if they've spoken to Danny Rick, then maybe Danny's turned around and gone, you know what, I probably wouldn't mind going back to Alpine because it's not working here at McLaren. So, you know, for all the Danny Rick fans out there, hold, hold hope. It, uh, it might be all part of the plan. <laughs> yeah, and I guess the key... It doesn't matter what else he did at McLaren. The win where he won and Lando Norris where they were fighting for the win. I mean, that's got to be the highlight of the last couple of years from a Daniel Ricciardo point of view. 100%. I, I was on a uh, F1 podcast recently, obviously nowhere near as good as the Central Coast SEN show. Um, <laughs> and I, I said the same thing, you know. Own, only driver to have won for McLaren since since 2012. You know, that's 10 years since that team's won. And Lando Norris has arguably had more opportunities to, to get that done with the way that he's meshed with that car and has been a part of that team for so long. And I think that's that's why Danny Rick was employed to go there to, it was to win. And, and he's the only one who's done it. So um, I was kind of getting a little bit upset with the, the Aussie media that was, was constantly on top of him you know, dragging him down. And I, I thought, you know, we're, we're lucky to have one Aussie in, in F1, so we, we need to support him um, because you just never how, know how long they're going to be there for. So, you know, it's while it's disappointing he's leaving, I, I think it's it's also probably no surprise. Um, he himself hasn't been happy with his results, so um, he's probably, you know... Uh, I don't know if he's excited to, to leave at the, at the moment, but we're, I think we're all kind of hoping that the, the next move will be a good one for him. And look, I don't know if that's going to be Alpine and I don't know if that's the right spot for him to go back to, um, but I'm sure there'll be some other options out there. A couple of questions for you, Luke, in relation to this. They, obviously, there was discussions or you know the opportunity for him to go to the NASCARs uh, or the yep. cars with uh, McLaren there and the uh, American uh, company there. Um, but yep. then I look at that and I go, 
Is he still up to it? Is he still good enough to be competing at that F1 level? Yeah, like, I think that he is. I think that the NASCAR potential IndyCar thing will come in time for Danny Rick. You know, if, if he does another few years in F1 and then decides to call it quits, I think those opportunities will still be there, if, if not more prevalent, because he, he's got such a big brand outside of F1. He's the most recognized driver aside from Lewis Hamilton, which is is huge um, considering how big Lewis's fan base is and how well recognized he is around the world. Um, so I, I think I think that the fire is there. I just don't know if it's meshed right, and it's a weird thing to say because you know I sort of look at it and like a guy like you know Chaz, who I was teammates with last year, jumps from a, a GT to a supercar to a TCR car, all with very varying driving styles and can get it right um you know that's that's what i try and do when i jump from from car to car and i would love to understand why danny hasn't been able to look at lando's data and and do it like he does and emulate that um at least to get himself up to lando's standard um he may maybe he's tried it who knows but you know it's um it's a very interesting situation um i think he is still good enough um the u.s stuff will will be there i think um it's just a matter of who he goes to now and and what they can sort of promise him as is the the future for that particular team yeah i guess when you look at the standings now for the formula one uh, Belgian Grand Prix coming up next, but Max yep. Verstappen is 258 points, 80 points ahead of everybody else. Um, Charles Leclerc, uh, Leclerc coming second, uh, and then Perez, his teammate, uh, third. But is it all done and dusted? Oh, look, I mean, I don't, I don't mathematically it's not, but I, I think that Max has kind of wiped the floor with with the guys over the last sort of four or five Grand Prix. Ferrari were looking like they might be able to turn it around before the summer break, but some of the, some of the Grand Prix that they've, you know, muffed over the just before the summer break was just epic. Like, you, you could not have had a bigger stuff up uh, with some of the calls that Ferrari made, and um, unfortunately their reliability has been a bit questionable as well. So, um, it's gonna. It's hard to see how Ferrari and even Perez would would catch Max, um, but you, you never know. I think we've got nine Grand Prix still remaining, so uh, but he'd need to have what you know three three DNFs at least, and for Charles to to win every one of those Grand Prix for for him to catch back up. So um, I don't think Red Bull's planning on having three DNFs out of the next nine races. So. Um, so yeah, I, I think it, it probably is done and done and dusted there. But um, yeah, you can hold hope that um, maybe Max might have a few poor Grand Prix and Ferrari comes good. But um, yeah, we'll we'll soon find out in Belgium. Yeah, and Butte, uh, just some news this week. I'm sure you heard uh, Formula One definitely not going back to Russia. Yeah, and again, there's news there, and you know we understand why with everything that's going on around the world. Uh, just one last question here, Luke, in relation to the standings. Lewis Hamilton uh, sitting sixth at the moment. His teammate, George Russell, he's had a big year, the guy from Great Britain. He has. Yeah, yeah. He George, I think, was always going to impress. He had that um, one Grand Prix where he stepped in for Lewis back in 2020 um, when Lewis had COVID and, um, and should have won that Grand Prix if it wasn't for some some poor luck and, and some errors in the pit stop from Mercedes. So, 
you know, George, out of all of the young guys that have been in the lower teams on the grid, like your Williams and Alpha Tories and all, all those teams, he has shown the most promise. Um, and I think his three years at Williams have definitely um, helped him adapt to probably a, a car that doesn't agree with every circuit. And that's helped him this year with Merck because the Merck certainly hasn't been great at every track. So, um, But Lewis is definitely coming good. Um, he's had those two P2s recently and, and George just behind him. So I think Mercedes is, is in a pretty privileged position to have two of the best guys on the grid at the moment. And they might be a dark horse to overtake Ferrari um, in terms of the Constructors' Championship by the end of the year, which will be a big win for Mercedes leading into next season. Hey, uh, I don't want to put the commentator's curse on, but you could be the man at Sandown. That's around about two or three weeks away. Yeah, yeah, it is, mate. And Sandown, as as you know, is is a good track for us. We've had heaps of success there, and in loads of different categories. Um, yeah, we, we had some some great racing down there when I, I was last there in the '86 series back in 2019. So um, it's been a happy hunting ground for us, and uh, it's the home of horsepower. So hopefully, the, the little Hyundai's got plenty of that, and uh, yeah, we, we should be able to do well. I think um, from what we learned at Queensland Raceway through through some of the high speed corners there we're pretty on top of the car now and um and brighty certainly helped us move forward with it over that weekend so i'm really looking forward to Sandown. hey uh you know this is a first for saturdays on the coast and a first for the whole time i've worked with buttes we're not getting the wind up from our producer we're getting <laughs> the wind up we're getting the wind up from buttes <laughs> <laughs> i'm just keeping an eye on the clock mate just keep an eye on we've got We've got bills to pay. Steve-O's always well, he, late. <laughs> he's all over the points, so he must have a stopwatch going as well. <laughs> yeah, call him Pythagoras. Pyth- Pythagoras Butner. Hey, uh, great to talk to you, Lightning. Give our love to Liz, your beautiful partner, and we'll talk soon. Will do, mate. We'll, uh, yeah, see you guys for TCR Sandown on the 16th to the 18th of September. Lightning Luke King coming to us live from Brisbane. Uh, what a brilliant driver he is. And he's had a superb career, not just in the Toyota 86s, but he also went and raced overseas in China in the LMP3 car, mm. which was like a space-age car. And, yeah, he finished on the podium there. And now he's doing the same in the TCR Australia Series. Mate, he's a good wine. He just keeps getting better with age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is like a good wine. And, uh, Buttes, uh, we need to go to a break. Uh, this is Saturdays on the Coast, thanks to Robson Civil Projects and also McDonald Jones Homes. Back in a moment on SEN.